channel dedicated to thought leadership from the world's top marketing executives. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today's guest is Peter Herbert, Vice President of Marketing at Version 1, which helps companies succeed with agile software development. Peter has nearly 20 years of experience in strategic marketing and corporate communications, including demand generation, public relations, corporate and product positioning, content strategy, and channel development for both global and emerging technology companies. It's a pleasure to have you. Welcome to the show, Peter. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about version one. You've been there for, for a while now. What, what do you guys do? Uh, we, we help companies succeed with agile software development. So we have uh, a uh, the leading platform to support agile at scale uh, within some of the largest companies in the world and uh, a team of people that helps those companies uh, uh, succeed along the way and, and transform their organizations um, so that they can deliver software better and faster. And what makes you guys unique in this in this space? So um, what makes version one uh, different is that we specialize in helping uh, up you know some of the largest organizations in the world to scale agile successfully across uh, their entire organizations and succeed with agile transformation. This has tremendous impacts on their business. They deliver software better and faster and get it into the hands of customers so they can achieve their, their goals. Okay, great. And so running marketing, of course, you gotta carry that message. So uh, what, what are some of the things that you're doing to position yourself in the marketplace? Well, what we've been working on uh, in the last uh, 18 months or so uh, is particularly making a transition for our business from uh, a more transactional model to really being focused on these uh, organizations that are doing enterprise-wide scaling of Agile and trying to achieve enterprise agility. So what's happened is we've become uh, much more focused on the Global 2000 and um, we've uh, from a marketing perspective, we've employed account-based marketing uh, to help us target our efforts more effectively, personalize our message, and have more success with uh, our ideal customer profile. What kind of results are you seeing from those efforts? Yeah, so our, our specific ABM effort where we kind of went through the whole process to select accounts, get alignment with sales, change our marketing stack, um, and sort of transition all of our campaigns to this new model. We're about six months into it. Uh, we've converted 20% uh, of our top 100 accounts uh, into pipeline. We've seen 95% engagement of that top 100, uh, and we're currently sourcing about two-thirds of the new business for version one. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so how did you determine you needed to make this switch as a company? And because everyone talks about ABM, but I, I haven't talked to a lot of executives that have made it so much of a primary focus like you guys have. It's more of a, in the mix. Um, so we did a lot of research on the market, and we felt like we had gotten to a point in our business where we could hone in on which accounts we should uh, target. And the most important thing is that our go-to-market team at version one all saw the potential in changing of this model. And uh, 
Um, so what we've been able to do is really kind of transition to what John Miller, um, formerly of Marketo and currently at Engaging, calls account-based everything. So you're getting your entire go-to-market team for marketing, sales, sales development, and customer success all lined up on communicating to a targeted group of accounts. Um, and for a company that's striving to grow and trying to put most of its time, effort, um, and, and uh, dollars into the right places, it's made a whole lot of sense. And we've seen, uh, and, and certainly the first half of this year, we've seen some uh, great gains from uh, taking this approach. And I'll have to say that what it does is it creates, because you're working on the same problem across these teams within the company, it creates a lot of alignment and excitement when you're making progress. So um, you, you alluded to it when you were describing how to change a lot of things, but can you walk through more of your processes, you know, like lead management and campaigns and, you know, what are all the things that you had to do to move to a private, primarily ABM model? Sure. So the first things that we had to do, of course, were get alignment with sales, which we did uh, pretty easily in the last year. Um, you have to go through the process of account selection, uh, which if you don't have a, exactly the right tools, and I think we've gotten better at this and got some great new tools, um, can be pretty hard. Um, so you have to understand your ideal customer profile. You have to look at the data that you have in the market. You have to work pretty intensely with sales, uh, at least in the beginning, to make sure that you've selected the right accounts and that there's alignment between sales and marketing. So account selection is, is one of the priorities. Um, once you do the account selection, you are um, essentially building contacts, target contacts for your organization, particularly the SDRs, and maybe in some cases the, the reps, um, trying to make progress into those accounts, learn what's going on, see if we have an opportunity there. Uh, and at the same time, uh, you are switching your marketing campaigns so that you are spending most of your uh, time and effort and money uh, communicating with those accounts rather than trying to do broad market um, uh, demand gen. And so for us, that meant fundamentally a change in our, our tech stack. Uh, we have, in terms of actually creating, communicating, sending out campaigns and creating demand, we have a, a much greater reliance on tools like um, demand base which allows us to do targeted display advertising and web analytics and, and it's got some great functionality for forms. Uh, Terminus, uh, LinkedIn um, are all tools that we can use to target specific accounts and do it pretty intelligently um, as kind of the core of what, what we're doing. Uh, the one uh, piece of our tech stack that's really made perhaps the biggest difference is that we, on top of Marketo, which of course we, have, we already had uh, in place and so we have had for a few years, um, we, uh, we implemented Engageo. So that's an account-based uh, marketing or account-based everything uh, platform that allows us um, a unique kind of visibility into the success we're having with ABM. And uh, the great magic that we found in that is we're able to see our most engaged accounts. We're actually able to, we've enabled our uh, SDRs and reps to see that data and become users of Engageo. 
And what they're actually doing now is they're starting to get into accounts earlier. So rather than waiting until we have a conversion somewhere down the line or uh, somewhere down the line, or someone has uh, decided to um, sign up for a trial, which could happen six months after they first get engaged, we're able to see the engagement, roll it up by account, and uh, um, get in earlier and start having conversations. And that's that's really created a lot of change within our current processes and kind of how we're viewing success. Uh, so that's fantastic. So tell me a little bit more on the content side. So are you also changing your approach to that? So now that you're going after key accounts, are you, are you changing how you're developing and, and getting content out the door? Uh, yes, we are. I, I would say, you know, again, we're still sort of in phase one with that. Uh, the first thing that we're we're really focusing on is is not um, specific to the account in all cases. So we have some real-time personalization on our website. We've done some interesting things with uh, campaigns, uh, landing pages, and that, that type of thing, which are personalized to the company. But what we're working on now is content um, more aligned to the specific segments of the industry uh, that we're trying to reach, for example, uh, the financial services market. Um, we've done really well in that, and building out campaigns and content that are specific in terms of how we can help and how we've helped other companies succeed is really important to that kind of targeted uh, campaign that we're running. Uh, but we're really interested in, in that, and we've got a, a group of people here uh, specifically focused on uh, learning more about personalization, and I think that that's the direction that um, a, you know, marketing teams that are focused on ABM are, are really headed, and that's exciting for my team. That's great. Now, have you changed the, the metrics and the KPIs that you're measuring your success on? Uh, absolutely. So we, we've developed, um, I wouldn't say that we've completely phased out all of the old metrics, which are kind of about uh, managing a lead-based funnel, but we're interested in that. Uh, what we have done is our primary scorecard is our account-based scorecard. And essentially, we're, we tier our target accounts. We have hundreds of target accounts, not thousands, but, uh, but we have our top 100, and then we've got our tier two and tier three, and kind of when you get to the segments that we're most fo focused on, we call that our, you know, our tier four. And um, we track where um, companies are at every stage through the funnel. So the first thing we're tracking is, are we engaged? And then we're looking at how many uh, companies have we converted to an MQL stage and how many qualified leads do we have from those companies? And then moving on to how many have we set appointments for, how many have we opened ops, how many have we closed one. And that's become our primary um, success uh, scorecard uh, over the last six months at version one. Okay. Wow, I mean, so that's uh, that's quite a transformation. So, uh, what are some of the other trends that you're seeing going on in the marketplace today? I think that um, a, a tool set that we've been really interested in and, and are investing in now is is on the um, predictive side. Um, so that we consider that to be part of our fundamental ABM uh, tech stack and. Um, uh, we've begun experimenting with that, and I think it has you know, incredible promise. One of the things that uh, predictive uh, solutions can help you do is really understand 
Well, maybe that before I was just, even when I was trying to get to my target accounts, I didn't have as much data. A lot of it was anecdotal. It comes from, you know, sales reps um, who may have a lot of experience or maybe relatively new. But we now have a tool set that helps us understand what we're not seeing within our current database that we could be doing outbound to, and um, which accounts are most likely to buy from us based on where we've been successful in the past. Um, it's a little bit of work to uh, get very proficient at that, but we have a great tool and we're excited about that. Uh, we recently invested in EverStream. I think the other, the other kind of big trend that's um, really at the top of minds of, of people here and, and, uh, and marketing organizations everywhere is that the emphasis on sales enablement is certainly, in my experience, in my career, it has become more and more important um, over, over recent years. I think marketing's role in a lot of organizations has changed so that we're, you know, we're certainly not thinking about just delivering you know, leads over to sales um, or doing kind of superficial levels of sales enablement. Um, our team is working very deeply with sales to help them uh, understand the funnel get whatever kind of data they need to um, see what's happening with their target accounts and in general across their market. Um, as well as, you know, we've got people who are really focused on not just delivering new collateral to sales, uh, for example, but really enabling them with sales-ready messaging and digging in with them. I think that this also fosters a really deep level of sales and marketing alignment. Um, it's that you know, is, is common in growing companies now, but is, uh, is much more important um, in my experience than, than it was, you know, five plus years ago. Um, so it's really about leaning into sales and making sure that we're helping all the way through the funnel and giving them the tools and the messaging they need to succeed. Uh, and it has a great effect on the company. So it sounds like you got a really good handle on everything. <laughs> I know, I, know. I think a lot of executives are going to seek you out. So uh, if you ever sure. thought about becoming a consultant, you could uh, you could probably do very well. <laughs> so uh, in, in closing, what what advice would you give to your fellow CMO who is embarking on their own transformation? Well, I feel like the most essential thing is just fundamental to you know taking a job or investing yourself in, in, in your job is you really need to work towards or achieve quickly alignment across the go-to-market team for a company to move forward, progress, and grow quickly. Um, now, there's a lot of discussion. Go to any marketing or sales conference. Uh, go to serious decisions. Go, you know, Anywhere you go, everyone's talking about sales and marketing alignment. Um, this is a really you know, critical factor to succeed. There's a lot of energy burnt and not creating that alignment within an organization. And, um, you know, we are working in a big market and we have to manage our funnel properly. There's, there's a lot of things that we need to help the sales team with. But I think that getting a, the sales and marketing leader and then uh, everyone on those teams kind of working together is, is fundamental to me towards a company succeeding and being successful as a marketing team and a marketing leader. Excellent advice. Thank you so much, Peter. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed this greatly. You bet.